Welcome to Bear Reviews, where we talk business. Hello, everybody. Howdy do y'all. I'm Sean. I'm Chris. And we're here on another to read or not to read. It is another to read or not to read. Sean, what book are we reading? I mean, reviewing, reading, reading, but um, today we're reviewing The Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey. Boom. I mean, this is a book that is very popular, alright, and it's pretty much outlining, it's kind of like a self-help book, but focusing on, you know, your personal finances. Yeah, I mean, this is really a big thing for people that maybe have some debt issues and um, need to take some steps in order to uh, circumvent that debt and... You know get through it I mean he really champions the Dave Ramsey he really champions the step-by-step process so he kind of lays out a lot of stuff for, um, for us but um, he starts off the book kind of talking about some challenges um, or psychological hurdles that you, you gotta overcome um, so Sean starts off with the first one yeah so one of these hurdles that you need to overcome um, to build your personal finances is denial right so many people are just in denial that there is a problem with their finances um, and this is true even when people are are going in debt more and more and becoming more behind on their debt every month yeah so the first step is to you know don't be in denial pretty much exactly accept the problem yeah realize what's going on you know open your eyes and say hey I got a problem this is happening so the second hurdle is uh, debt myths so he kind of he kind of goes through that there's a lot of debts about uh, sorry excuse me there's a lot of myths about debt um, and around like about good debt bad debt and this hurdle is really can be detrimental uh, if you don't realize what kind of debt you're accumulating. Yeah, you gotta realize how much debt is acceptable and what's not. Yeah. All right. Third hurdle is money myths, and there's a lot of myths about money, and once you overcome these myths and realize that the truth is money is a tool. That's it. You know. It's not something that is like the end all be all. It's yeah. just a tool for you to use to accomplish your goals and Exchange. live out your dreams. Yeah. I mean, it's really, this is, this is really interesting. Um, I would definitely want to learn more about just money and how it is like viewed. But this chapter really goes into looking at money, not as, not emotionally or anything like that. You know, if I want to go out and get something, what do I have to have? You know, I'm not going to come there with a goat and try to barter, you know. Money has brought us past that. So now we're able to have money. Uh, sometimes you can barter with money, but typically nowadays you go to a store, you just pay the price. Shaboom. That's listed, yeah. Shebang. So you really got to realize money is no more than a tool. Yeah. All right. The fourth hurdle is ignorance. Now, most people just don't even have 
the slightest idea what it takes to actually get ahead financially, especially in today's uh, economy. All right, they'll just try and imitate what everyone else is doing, and consider that what they're doing is right. And this is completely wrong. Yeah. All right. Most people are in debt and are not doing the right things. Most people don't talk to their friends and others about finances. And that's actually one of our main goals of this podcast is to educate everyone about finances and make it a more common topic yeah. for everyone to speak about. It's kind of weird how talking about money has kind of become taboo. And um, especially when talking with family and stuff like that. And really, it should be treated as more like advice and stuff like that, you know? I, I feel like I've had a good experience with that, with my parents, um, talking about money. But I know from other friends and stuff like that, that it can be a hard thing to talk about, especially if your parents aren't good with money. Exactly. So once you accept the fact that you have a problem, consider the solution, you're already on the right track. Yeah. All right. Um, the last hurdle that uh, Dave really talks about is keeping up with the Joneses. All right. I mean, this is a really terrible problem that plagues our society right now. Yeah. Everyone else sees uh, your neighbor or your friends with the new car or something like that. And you're like, oh, I want a new car. <laughs> right? Yeah. Or they get a new, um, whatever, new house. I want a new house too. It doesn't matter. You just have to, you don't have to fit in and do exactly what everyone else is doing. You know, break the pattern and do what you're capable of doing. All right. But don't, you know, take out tons of debt just to be able to keep up with everyone else. Yeah. All right. This is definitely true. I mean, you know, focus on yourself. That's the big thing. Don't worry about other people. They're going to do whatever they want. I mean, it's more its more likely that these people that you see kind of flexing out there, they have some debt issues themselves, or they're not the best with finances. Um, so really, it's about taking a look at yourself and trying to ignore others, because they really shouldn't influence your decisions um, with your finances. Exactly. So now we're going to get into uh, some of the steps that Dave talks about to... Um, you know, build your financial foundation. Yeah. First of all, and then on top of that, you can build the house. Yeah. All right. And I mean, he calls these baby steps. Um, and he calls them that for a reason. It's kind of like these small little steps that you can take in order to achieve a bigger goal. So, baby step number one is to really just build a thousand dollar emergency fund as fast as possible. ASAP, Rocky. All right. Rocky. Exactly. So, as we've said in previous episodes, you know most people don't even have a thousand dollar in case uh, anything bad happens. The car breaks down. Yeah. Uh, you need to replace window or anything. You need to go to the hospital. Yeah. For a small thing, you know. And there's a lot of stuff like that. Just having an emergency fund is so important um, because you you don't know the future. As much as we like to think we do, we have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow. You know, um, we can have a pretty good general idea, but if something comes out of nowhere, you don't want to be screwed. 
like 50% of the United States. You want to have that money put away and have it accessible that, you know, in case something bad does happen, you're not just um, called on the hook for the rest of the money that you get out. Exactly. So Dave requires this $1,000 emergency fund that you're first starting with to be liquid. You know, put it in a savings account, not something like a CD where you have to wait or you'll be penalized yeah. if taking out early. Um, savings account um, is probably the best bet, honestly. Yeah, it's very liquid in case you need to pull it out at a time's notice. And it's only a thousand bucks, so it's not like you're holding all your money there to be um, yeah. left to burn to infl inflation. Yeah. So, baby step number two is pay off all debt except your house using the debt snowball. So, the debt snowball is basically Dave's approach to paying off debt. Um, it kind of takes in 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 uh, what am I trying to say? Takes in mind like the psychological part of it that if you start paying off these smaller debts that you'll start to believe that you can start to pay off all these other debts like at a better rate and stuff like that yeah. and it'll help you keep on top of this payment stuff um, I mean from the money standpoint it makes more sense to pay off the highest interest first but Dave kind of flips that and I'm not really sure there's no real correct way um, I mean Dave's whole thinking here is like Say you have a debt of a dollar, ten dollars, twenty dollars, and then a fifty dollar one. Yeah. Alright. And so you pay off the dollar one first. Alright. So I made Some less debt. So now and you're paying the minimum on all other debts. Yeah. Except for the smallest one. And then once you pay off the smallest one in full, you move to the next one. And still pay the minimum as everyone else, but now you're paying the ten dollar one off. Once you pay the $10 one off, you move to the next one. Yeah. And that's basically how it works. And, you know, it kind of, you start chopping down at it slowly, which is nice. Now, the problem with, like, the interest one is it does make more sense to do this. But maybe your highest interest one is the biggest debt, so it's going to take forever to pay off or something like that. Yeah. Which I understand, but at the same time, I also like the avalanche approach better yeah i mean and there's no real right way to approach this stuff it's kind of just figure out what works for you uh try it out if you feel anxious about something uh try changing it figure out your own method maybe um yeah so baby step number three all right so for baby step number three we're now expanding your emergency fund to three to six months of expenses all right so now this is on top of that thousand dollars we're adding three to six months um which will make you actually fully secure for those six months in case anything bad happens you lose your job anything like that and just doing this gives you that safety net you know it's so important to have a safety net and we've already talked about emergency funds a few times now, but just calculate how many expense, how much your expenses are per month, multiply it times six, and fund it fully. Yeah, I mean these expenses, super important to make sure they're covered, uh, especially 
planning the time increment of it. I mean, six months, three to six months, that's just like the minimum. You always wanna be adding to this a little bit um, as you're saving more money. Um, just in case something does happen, you'll still have this, you'll have a little bit more money. Um, it's a really smart idea um, to have emergency fund. Do it, okay, plan for it. So, baby step number four, invest 15% of your household income in retirement. Now this is huge because, well first of all, what kind of funds are you putting your retirement income in? All right, you wanna have retirement accounts that give you tax, uh, that will give you, put your money in there so it can grow tax deferred. Yeah. All right, um, so we're talking trad, traditional IRAs, Roth IRAs, 401ks, depending on what your situation is. If the employer offers a 401k, what do we say? Take it, take it, take it, because they're most likely matching some of that, and that's free money. It is free money. Also, you can max out your uh, IRA, Roth IRA, all right? These are big things. But 15% of your um, gross salary into a retirement account is completely doable. Yeah. Yes, you have to live on, below your means a little bit, but if you start early enough doing this 15%, you'll have more than enough money for when you retire. Yes, yeah, how we talk about the, the time aspect of saving money. You know, putting that money away, as soon as you get your first job, you start putting it away, you won't even notice it really. Um, I mean, it'll, it'll beautifully grow, uh, grow and you won't have to worry about it uh, down the line. Exactly. And if you want to retire early, here's another tip. Save more than that 15%. Go up to 20. Yeah. Um, 25. Depending on when you want to retire, you know? You'll be able to figure it out and it's just something that you have to get started on. Alright? Yeah. So that's Dave's baby step number four. So moving on, baby step number five. Save for your children's college fund. Exactly. This, this is huge. I mean, there's a couple of ways you go about this, um, but it's just important that you take this initial step and um, really think ahead because, you know, if you want your kids going to college, you want them to have that opportunity. Um, it's definitely, with especially the rate that college's prices are going up, um, you're gonna need to save some money. Um, and you don't want that pressure to be on, all on them um, when the time comes. I mean, maybe you do. Who am I? Yeah, but. maybe it can be a learning experience for them to start taking out their own debt and stuff. And we're not saying you have to fully fund their education. Yeah. If that's something that you want to do for them so they don't have to worry about that, great. If not, just put a little bit of money to help them out. Yeah, right? exactly. I mean, there's... There's tons of programs that you can use. Yeah. 529 plans... Um, there's even some where you can buy the college credits today so and then use the same credits when they finally go to college so if you do this early enough say when your child's born buy the credits today you'll be missing out on all that inflation on education yeah. which averages at six percent a year that's a lot <laughs> by the time they're 18 or so and ready to go to college you'll have saved so much money for them yeah. and given them a better experience, hopefully. 
I mean, this is a gift that, you know, they'll be so thankful for because nowadays this is all you ever hear about, really, just the terrible college Student loan debt. debt. It's crazy. Alright. And well, another thing about that, too, real quick, is if your kid, I don't, I don't know if you want to fully fund it. Because my other thought is, too, what if your child is um, really athletic or super smart? Um, and they're getting scholarships and stuff. There's so many different ways to pay for uh, school just by getting scholarships. There's so many opportunities. Or taking out federal loans. Yeah, There's I mean, so many different ways. There's, there's an incredible amount of ways. Maybe, actually that will be a topic for a video. I believe we already covered some ways of... Yeah, we have. We have, but I think we might need to revisit that. Uh, go a little bit more in depth. Uh, for you guys for sure maybe okay. on a blog post we'll do that yeah that'll be a definitely possible blog post so moving on baby step number six pay off your home early this is so key right Sean definitely key I'm I think the biggest thing is here once you're debt free um you don't have any worries yeah you know yeah you gotta pay the taxes every year and stuff but pretty much all your expenses are down and you can just mass produce your savings yeah is kind of how i think about it live your life spend more on things that you want to do um so for like this once you've funded your co kids college funded your retirement yeah paid off all the debt that you have besides the house then this is the step where you pay off your last debt and my whole thing here is is it worth it paying off the house before early like if you're satisfied with what you have now then pay it off yeah but i feel like if you want to grow more don't be afraid to take out some debt i mean i think i know dave does not like this yeah but debt can help you grow at an exponential pace yeah that's true. um depending on if you're using it right now having a low um a low amount of debt like just your home left and once you're about to pay that off maybe try and get a rental home like yeah. a house that you can use um and become a landlord and rent it out there can be a lot of good debt it's about utilizing that um to make more money and to turn that like possible bad debt into good debt and of course there's a lot of risks that come with this but i mean this kind of leads into the next baby step so we'll talk about it all right so you paid off all your debt. What's the next uh, baby step, number seven? Boom. Build wealth and give. So, I mean, this is so key. I mean, uh, build that wealth, baby. Like we were talking about just before. You know, you can take out some, some good debt, invest in a rental home that'll pay you every single month. Um, and then that can lead to even more rental homes. And you know what? Once you have all this money, maybe you want to find like a charity or something that you want to give to. Um, but I mean, it's really what I, what I like to think about it is maybe leaving a legacy for your family. You know, they'll yeah, look that's at a big one. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what encourages me to get financially literate because I I don't want my kids to suffer, go through any of this financial hardship. You know, I want them to have a good life. Um, I mean, not not necessarily an easy life, but a good life. I definitely agree with this. 
And by building your wealth more, not only can you leave a legacy, not only do you get to do more things that you'll enjoy while you're still here, um, but you can retire early possibly too. Yeah. Live off some of that rental income and stuff. Um, do more stuff that you want to do. Go out. Um, have fun. Do Donate to charities. Try and change the world. Yeah. You know, there's so many different options out there for you guys to uh, strive for and complete. And once you... Once you're at this point, you're kind of at, like, the end game. The way I like to think about this is you have no debt. You don't owe anybody nothing. Yeah. All right. So now you're just... All the money that you have now, all your assets, all the income you have coming in, what are you going to do with that to either grow it or help other people um, rise up and get big? Exactly. I mean... There's a lot of people that are totally against any type of debt. Just going back to this real quick. Um, like people will say, debt is the, the slavery of free men or something like that. That's a famous quote. I don't know who said it. But, you know, it's about utilizing this stuff to your advantage. I just want to reiterate that one more time. Use this to your advantage. Make bread. Exactly. So now we're at the point where we're going to do... To read or not to read. And personally, I would uh, read this book. But actually, I'm going to give it a half read. You know, we haven't done a half read in a while. I like points in this book, but I don't like how he's completely against debt. Alright. As we all know, debt can be used as leverage to propel yourself forward. And the key here is to understand, as we've been saying, good debt and bad debt. You don't want to have a lot of credit card debt. That's bad. Yeah. But maybe taking out another mortgage to invest in a new asset that will make you money can be good debt. The whole point is you have to analyze what your investment vehicles, vehicles are and understand what you're putting your money into. And make sure that that's a good investment. Yeah. And the other thing here is too, if you're not maybe as proficient in the investing world, you don't understand it as much, you don't understand real estate as much, talk to people. Find an expert. Yeah. Like like Dave says, if you're at no debt and you're at this point and you're maybe looking at taking out a new debt, um, you can probably afford to pay an expert to help you. Um, find a proper investment vehicle for your funds to find the return that you want. Yeah. I mean, talking just on the book, the way it's like written, um, it's very direct. You know, that's kind of what I like about it. Um, but that can also be a, a bad thing too, you know. It's kind of basic, but that's not the point of this book, really. It's the point of this book isn't to go into complex ideas on how to succeed it's more like the basic um mindset that you have to have going in and looking at debt and looking at your situation um and that's kind of like the main point of this book and that's why i would give it a read um for sure you know it's it's more about mindset than it is the actual uh, practices 
Exactly. So we'll have the book uh, link in the description if you want to check it out um, and possibly buy it. Also, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. Also, check out our blog post. We'll have a new post coming out on Wednesday or every Wednesday. Yep. And um, the blog is at bearreviews.blog. B-A-R-E is how you spell bear. Yes. Anything else you have to add, Chris? I mean, I want to say, if you guys are are um, out there making that bread, uh, you guys have a cool story to tell, uh, definitely get in contact with us, and maybe we'll work on something to get you guys on an episode um, and really explore your experience in the business world. Um, we're right now looking at, at a couple people to have on, possibly, and uh, we're kind of excited for that. It's a new step for Bear Reviews, and uh, we'll see where this takes us. And hopefully this brings you guys better content yeah. that will provide more value and more different perspectives yeah. on topics that we're talking about. I mean, bringing in these people that have experience, um, maybe more so than Sean or I, is really just another way to explore these topics um, from a different perspective, like you said. Thanks that's for listening so to Bear that's all for Reviews. Today, and we will catch you next time.